last year we spoke about Rikus, about the Sugi of Kamsa Bar Kamsa, which was the vehicle that the Rabbani Shalaylam brought about Khorban Bayashaini. The Masha we said says that it was Mida Knegemida. The second Mesa Migdash was Nechra because of Sinat Chinam. So it was brought about the actual final breaking point that brought about the Khurban was the Mice of Sinat Chinam. This year we're going to talk a little bit about Bayes Rishain and see if we could see the Mida Knegemida Mida that there was. We spoke a little bit about it on Shabbos also. The Mida Knegemida in Khurban Bayes Rishain. The Gemara in Sanhedrin tells us, how exactly did the Khurban come about? So Ula says that Amman and Moyav were Shechenim Roim de Yerushalayim. They were bad neighbors of Yerushalayim. And when they heard the Navi Yirmiya say in Nebuah that there's going to be a Khurban Yerushalayim and Nebuchadnezzar is going to be the one to come and capture it and he's going to light it on fire, the Khulu. So Amun and Moyav sent a message to Nebuchadnezzar and they said it's time to come and take over Yerushalayim and destroy Eretz Yisrael in Yerushalayim. And Nebuchadnezzar answers, says the Gemara, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that the Rabbi Shalom will do to me like he did to other kings that did evil things against Klai Yisrael like Paroi and Sisra. I'm afraid to come. So they went back and forth. They told him, Hashem's not there anymore. They brought a pasuk from Mishlei. So he said, even if Hashem left, he's always close by. He could come back very quickly. They told him, no, he went on a far road. So they told him, so Nebuchadnezzar sent back, there's Sadiqim, Sadiqim will daven, and they'll bring him back, even if it's a far, even if he went a far distance. So they say, no. And this is all based on Sukkim and Mishlei. He took the Tzadikim with him. There's no Tzadikim left in Yerushalayim. So he said, Okay, but the Rishayim, the Rishayim can do tshuva, said Nebuchadnezzar. And they'll daven and the Rabbani Shalaylam will come back and save them. So they sent him, Amun and Mayim said, No, the Navi said there's a specific time that he's going to leave for. The Rabbani Shalom is leaving for a set amount of time. And he's not going to come back before the 70 years of Gala's bubble. You don't have to worry, he's not coming back so quickly. So Nebuchadnezzar seems to be looking for an excuse here. So he said, you know what, the weather's not good. There's rain and there's snow. So they told him, well, you could come this under the mountains and the mountains will protect you. So he said, okay, but I'll come and I'll be around Yerushalayim and it's rainy and my, if my troops are going to get wet. So they told him, no, around Yerushalayim there's places where the Yidin, there, there are caves over there where they used to bury the Mesim over there. And you could go and you could, and you could get protected from the sun and from the rain and whatever it is in those caves. And it's a pasuk in Yirmiya that Hashem says that they're going to take out the Atzamais and the Goyim are going to be able to be protected in that place where the Kvarim were. So this is, so then Nebuchadnezzar finally came, or as we see, we'll see, sent his general to come. So it seems that the Khorban Bayis was brought about through Amun Umayyav hearing Nebuah from Yirmiyahu Anavi 
and telling Nebuchadnezzar, the Nebuah was said about you, it's time to come. So we have to understand why was it brought about this way? Why was it brought about in a way that Ammon and Moyav should hear Nebuah from our Nevi'im, from our Yirmiyah, and that's the way that Nebuchadnezzar should be Nisairah to come and destroy Klai Yisrael, and destroy Yerushalayim. So the Pasuk in Chavakuk says as follows, Hinni says the Rabbi Shalaylam, I'm going to raise up the Kastim. Who are these Kastim that are going to come destroy? Hagoy Hamar, says the Pasuk, a bitter, an angry guy, a nation that's angry, Vahanimhar, hasty, and he goes to the ends of the world to go and get things that don't belong to him. And the Vilnagayan over there in Chavakuk explains, Chazal tell us that a person's emotions are caused by certain mara. Mara is translating as a bile, some type of, it's called a mara. There are four maras in a person. There's, uh, there's Levana, there's white, there's Shkhaira, there's red, and then there is... Um, I'm sorry, Shkair is black, and then there's Aduma, there's red, and Yeraika, there's green. And that's Ma'ira's different emotions in a person. So the Vilnagain says, Mar, Mar comes from the Maro Aduma. The red Mara is where Mar comes from, and that's caste, that's anger. Anger comes red, red is angry as we know. Then you have Hanimhar. Nimhar means he's hasty. Hasty is from Mara Yeraika, says the Vilna Gain, from the green Mara. And then there's Mara Shkaira. Mara Shkaira, person's depressed, we call Mara Shkaira, means someone who's never satisfied. Someone who nothing, as much as he gets, he's still not happy. He's always black, he's always Mara Shkaira. That's the Mara Shkaira. So he's always looking for more. As it says, he goes, He's never satisfied. He's got to go to the other ends of the world to get things that are loy loy. They're not even good for him. They're not even something that's really matim for that person. But he's not happy with what he has. He has to get everything. He has to try and get everything. The Kastim, Nebuchadnezzar Barasham, had all three of these bad vidas. If someone is an angry person, he's mar, okay, it's bad. But it depends. Maybe he's in Arachapaye. Maybe it takes him a while to get heated up. No, Hanimhar. He has an extra need to hear the Kastin. He's hasty. When he's angry, he gets angry very quickly. Okay? So even if a person gets angry, and he gets angry very quickly. However, he does things that are for himself, for his own good, for what he needs. But someone who gets angry very, very quickly, and he acts on that anger... But not only for what he needs, he wants everything. That's the worst. You can have this person, he's always going to be co-conquering and going and trying to get everything he could, not even for his own payelis, just because he needs it. That Marish Chaira, he's never satisfied with what he has. These were the kastim that were sent to destroy Yerushalayim. And the Vilnagayan is explaining to us that they had these Marais in them. That's what Hamar, Hanimher, Ha'ilich Lamechaviyaretz. And this seems to be also, a central point in the Midah Kenege, Midah and Churban Yerushalayim was brought about through this nation who had these, to the extreme of these Marais, of these different Midahs, of anger, of hastily being angry, of going for it, getting whatever they need. 
Who was the Raish Virubam of these Kaskim? As we said, this was Nebuchadnezzar. Who was Nebuchadnezzar? Nebuchadnezzar was this person, if there was anyone who excelled at being Hamar, Hanimar, Ha'ilach, Merchavayaret, it was him. He didn't have time for anything. Chazal tell us, the one in the Nevi'im came to him, and they were talking, and a rabbit came by in his yard, and he grabbed it, and he ate it alive. He had a tie, but he was hungry. One, two, three, get in. We know Michael ben Jusai, Shabbos, he used to be this robber. He didn't have time for the stuff to cook, so he cooked it a third, cooked it a half. He didn't have time for it to cook at all. He just ate it raw. He was Amara Nimar. He was in a rush. When he wanted it, he got it. Not only that, he went to conquer the entire world. He was never happy with anything he had. He wanted, number one, he wanted to get his hand on everything, Nebuchadnezzar. And at the same time, he didn't want anyone else to get any hana from it also. Nebuchadnezzar used to have a minig, used to go conquer the world, used to bring back the ruler of every nation, and he used to torture him. And he took the treasure houses, the Midrashim say, with the museum, the paintings, all the gold and silver, he used to take it back to him in his palace. And he was so stingy, so to speak, he had such bad... He, he didn't even want his own son to be Yerushim. His own son, he didn't want to be Yerushim, because they'll tell us that he built himself a boat made out of copper, and he loaded it up with all of the treasures of all the nations that he conquered. And a boat that's copper doesn't float, but they, they filled up wherever it was, like a canal, they filled it up and it was sunk at the bottom, and that was it. All the tra- he didn't want anyone to be Irish after he died. He didn't want anyone to be Nana. So we find later by the mice of Purim over there, finally the Rabbani Shalalam uh, made it in a way that they should be able to find the treasures, the king that allowed the binyan of Vayishani, at least the beginning over there. So Hashem let him find it because he did something good. But who was Nebuchadnezzar? He was the pers- person he went. He was Amar, Animar, and he wanted everything. He was never happy. He didn't want to share it. He was a tyrant. Chazal tells us nobody in the world smiled while he was ruling. Even when he finally was Nifter, when Nifter, when he went, when he was when he died, and he went to Gehenim, somehow the Rishon who were already in Gehenim heard about it and they started tittering. They started getting scared. Chazal tells us he's the what's he coming to bother us here? I don't know exactly how that works, but that's what Chazal tells us. This who he was. He was a they say in the days of Stalin even all the way on the other side of Russia hundreds and thousands of miles from Moscow no, everyone was afraid to smile that's what it was in Nebuchadnezzar the entire world they were afraid to smile the man was a tyrant if he wanted something he got angry quickly he would take it out on anyone it made a difference with a tayelis for him not a tayelis for him he was the one who excelled at this mar nimhar he was the head of these costumes but we see here that there's something about these Midas that the Rabbi Shalom was sending against Kla Yisrael. Again, we have to understand if Hashem punishes Midah, Kenegah Midah, what was the Midah, Kenegah Midah? What was Kla Yisrael's chet? We spoke a little on Shabbos. Chazal tell us, Mo'aida Echomad Amalach, the Pasuk says in Eichos. I sent you two Nevi'im in the morning, Hashkem Vaharev and two Nevi'im at night. And they told you to go do tshuva. And we have to understand, one of the big Averis, as we know, is the three Gimel. The Gimel Averis, Hamur is brought about by Rishain. However, Avedazara was a rampant Avera in that time. And as we know, there was a special Yetzirah of Avedazara that we can't understand. We don't understand even what this Yetzirah of Avedazara was. But there was a special Yetzirah of Avedazara. 
saw the weren't by 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 Shani, they weren't they saw they weren't going to be able to withstand the Sahara and they were Mavatalis. Who were the people who gave Musur to Klaisel in those days? It was the Nevi'im. Why the Nevi'im? We would think maybe Chachamim. Why specifically we see it's always the Nevi'im, even if it wasn't necessarily Nevua. Just the Teichacha, the Musur, to do Tshuva with the Nevi'im. The guy tells us in Seder Eilam, the Meshachachman, and then the Parshish Balaischa, that brings it and quotes Psukim to prove this, that on the day that the Yitzhah that Avaydazara was killed was the day that Batla Nebu and Klaisra. The day that the Yitzhah that Avaydazara was killed by the Anshay Knesset Hagdaila was the day that there was no more Nebu left in Klaisra. Why? Because the antidote to Avaydazara was the Nevi'im. The Nevi'im were the ones who were able to keep Klaisra on par if they would have listened against the Yitzhahara of the Avedizara. But if there's the Yitzhahara of Avedizara, there can't be Nevi'im, because then we would lose our Bechira. Obviously, Nebuah was so strong, it could fight against the Yitzhahara of Avedizara. If there's no Yitzhahara of Avedizara, that means the Kaya Chataiv is much stronger than the Kaya Chara, that can't be. There has to be Bechira and it was Bakr. And we see this interesting thing, that when the Yitzhahara of Avedizara when the Anshiknes Sagdailu took care of it, it says, the Gemara tells us, that there was a Gurya Denura, a small lion of fire, that came out of the Kaidish HaKadoshim. And that was the symbol of the Yitzhar Vavaydazara. The Yitzhar Vavaydazara, the symbol was Esh, was fire. What's Nivua? Yirmiyoh Anavi says, that he once tried not to say the Nevuah of the Rabbi Nishalaylam It was like a fire burning in me, I couldn't stop it The Aish of Nevuah is what counteracted the Aish of Avaydazara They went hand in hand So the Nevi'im came and the Nevi'im were the ones who could stop us from serving Avaydazara But what did we do? We didn't listen to them, says the Pasuk. They made fun of them. They were boizim dvarav. Until, as we said, Until the Rabbi Nisham got so angry, And as we said, the Rambam says in El Chashuva, What is the Marpe? What's the Rufua? Is Tshuva, says Hashem, I'm so angry, I won't let you do Tshuva. We didn't listen to the Nevi'im. The Nevi'im tried to bring us the tshuva, we didn't listen. Not only that, we laid on Shabbos in the Aftar of Chazayim. It says over there that the Rabbi Nishon brought terrible Yisurim to Klai Yisrael. The Pasuk said, From the bottom of their foot until their head, there wasn't a place that wasn't filled with wounds, with Yisurim, with all different types of things. What did Klai Yisrael do? They didn't do anything. They tried not to be gyrosed. They didn't try to heal it. They didn't put any medicines on it. They said, when I, Yisurim, look, they woke up every morning. How many Yisurim do you have this morning? How many cuts? How many boils? They were bayit in the Yisurim that the Rabbi Nisham gave and the Pasuk before says, Al-Masuku Sara, says the Radak. Al-Masuku, don't think to yourselves, why am I being hit? 
Don't think that the Rabbi Mishalaylam is the one doing it. Elutelchu bekeri, just go on your way. Say it's a mikra. Ignore it. That's what they were doing. They were sick. They had wounds. But they didn't say, maybe it's the Rabbi Nishalaylam. No. It's carry. It just happened. We don't have to do anything for it. We don't have to do tshuva. So there's the Nevi'im telling us to do tshuva. There's Yisurim trying to wake us up. We don't listen. We don't listen to them at all. How did Klai Yisrael do this? It's not an easy thing. Two Nevi'im every morning knocking on your door to do tshuva. Yisurim every day. So the Pasuk tells us, Every morning, Klai Yisrael got up early in the morning and they drank Sheikhar. They didn't have a lot of time in the morning. Sheikhar, the Vilna Gain says, is something very powerful. It's something that's very potent. It's not wine, you take your time until you get drunk. It's a thing, you drink a shot, and that's it, you're drunk. They don't have so much time in the morning, so they drank Sheikhar. But at night, when they had time, they drank the wine. The morning and the night, that's when the Nevi'im were there. They got themselves drunk. What they do about the Yisurim? So here's the interesting thing. If the Pasuk continues in Yeshaya, Vayakinar, Veneval, Taif, Vichalil. They used to have all these musical instruments. Says the Vilna Gain, four musical instruments, Keneged, the four Marais, Sheba Adam. As we said, there's four Marais, the Zaduma, the Shvair, the Levan, and the Yeraika. Each one of those brings about some type of emotion in a person. These four musical instruments were able to dull those emotions. When a person's in pain, somehow he has some emotion, he feels in pain, what should I do? But if he has this musical instrument, so then it dulls that emotion. So when Kleinstra wanted to make sure that they don't do tshuva, and they don't listen to the Nevi'im, so they got drunk and they didn't listen to the Nevi'im. But what about these Yisurim? They played these instruments, they knew, they knew the Chachma of these instruments to dull all emotions that the Yisurim didn't mean anything to them. It didn't tell them to do anything, I don't know if they did feel the pain, they didn't feel the pain, but says the guy, these four clay zamer dulled those four emotions. This is what Klai Yisrael did. So what happens? What happens is, as we know, Nebuchadnezzar came. Amun Amoyev sent a message. Nebuchadnezzar, it's time to come. We asked, why did Amun Amoyev, why was the Khurban brought about that Amun Amoyev, here's the Nebuah, sent a message. The Navi said to come. It's very simple now, the Mida Kenegad Mida. Kalai Yisrael didn't listen to the Nevi'im. Kalai Yisrael, one of their chatoim, why they weren't able to do tshuva, because they made efforts not to listen to the Nevi'im. Says the Rabbi Nishalayla, Mida Kenege Mida, Nebuchadnezzar Harash is going to end up listening to the Nevi'im. He's going to hear the Nebuah and he's going to listen to it. And you should understand, and if Chazal tell it to us, we should understand that this is Teichacha Gluya to Kalai Yisrael. You didn't listen to the Nevi'im, you had the opportunity to do tshuva, I sent you two Nevi'im every morning, Morning, two Nevi'im every night, Kislam ki Yaitzim Mitzrayim, Chazal tell us, double the amount of Yaitzim Mitzrayim, 600,000. The Mepharshim say, so that no person should say, it was in the wrong niggin, he didn't say, I'm a 
I don't know, I'm a yakke, I don't like when the Litvish talk, I don't like when the Hungarians, every type, but there was no way, 600,000 times two, they were able to say Musr in any different life in Shaya. Every person had opportunity, and if his Yetzirah was going to tell him, this is not for you, there was an opportunity for him to do tshuva. And we didn't listen. We got drunk, we did things bedafka, not to listen to the Nevi'im. The Rabbi Nisham Midah Kenegat Midah brought us to Churban Meis HaMikdash through Amun and Mayav, these Rishayim, sending a message to the Nebuchadnezzar HaRasha that he should come and he came listening to the Nebuah. We said before, Hagoi, Hamar, Hanimhar, Hahoilech, the Machabe Aretz, Lareshes, Mishkanais, Loiloi, said the Vilnagain, these are three Marais. And we said, why is it that we're stressing that the Kastim had an overabundance, so to speak, and especially the Buchanetzar of these Marais, again, Mida Kenegan Mida. What did Klai Yisrael do? They dulled the Mara. The Mara with the Yisurim, the emotions that they could have had to do Tshuva because of those Yisurim. They went to Dasko with these musical instruments that they knew the Chachma to dull those emotions. To dull it so that they shouldn't have to do Tshuva. Mida Keneged Mida, who's going to come and fight against Klai Yisrael and destroy Yerushalayim? people who have the extreme of these Midas, of the Mara Shkira, the Mara Yeraika, and the Mara Aduma. And that's why the Pasuk and the Gain stresses that they have these special Midas, because it's Mida Kenegan Mida. You dulled your Mara, you dulled your emotions, I'm going to bring these people who are super overly emotional in these Midas. They're extra, extra cast, they have extra Nimar, they're hasty. And they never satisfied. The Rambam tells us in Ilkhaz Tainis, there's a mitzvah zaseh to cry out, and any tzorah shalai tavay ala tibur, v'dobr zemidar chiyat shuvahu, these are one of the ways of doing shuvah. That when we, a tzorah comes, and we cry out, everyone will know, shabiglal matseim haroim hura lohem. And that says the Rambam, when we're makir, that it's our actions that brought us this sorrow, that is what's going to be goyrem, that the sorrow will go away. That brings us to tshuva. Avalim lo yizaku says the Rambam, if a person doesn't, and he says, It just happens. It's nothing that we did. Vitsarazu nikra nikris. It's just a mikra. Harezu derech achzorius, says the Rambam, a famous Rambam. This is achzorius, and it's geiremes that there'll be other tsaras. What did Kla Yisrael do? What do we say? The Radak says, Almesuku. Oitzaisifu sara. The Radak said, Don't think to yourself why you're being hit. Don't think it's from the Rabbi Nishalaylam who wants you to do tshuva. Elutelchu bikeri. You should say it's a mikra. Nothing to do with us. It's not an oinish. Says the Rambam Netachzorius. And as we said on Shabbos, the Nebuchadnezzar and Nebuzarada in the Achzorius that they had against Kla Yisrael was so unreal that it makes us ask why. And the answer is this. What was the Achzorius, as we said, Nebuchadnezzar sent Nebuzaradan, and we'll get to that in a moment of why he sent Nebuzaradan. But he sent Nebuzaradan to destroy the Beit HaMikdash, but he told him, after everything that Ammon and Moi have told him, he was still nervous. And he said that, Elikeim Shah Yisrael Mekabel Bali Tshuva. 
The Rebbein Yisrael was mekabel bali tshuva. The other tshuva lekabel shavim. He's waiting. So don't let them daven when they're going into Gullus. Because if they'll daven, they'll go tshuva, and Hashem will have rachmanes. So Nebuzaradin, when he captured Yerushalayim, and he was taking the Goylim a 15-day journey from Yerushalayim to Bavel, when any of them would stop, because they were tired, he would chop them to pieces. And he forced them to go, and it says, Chazal tell us, he was in a chariot, and he was screaming like a crazy lion. He got a new name, Aryeich, because he was screaming like an Ari on this journey. The Achzarius was unreal. Fifteen days they were going. As the Pasuk says, We went and no one let us rest. Until we got We got into Bavel. It was over. We were in Gullus. It was too late. He let us sit down. We couldn't sit down. An unbelievable Achzarius had towards the Goylem. Why? Very simple. As we're saying, Mida Kineged Mida. Klai Yisrael, by not doing tshuva, by saying it's a mikra, says the Rambam, you acted in Achzarius, take away, Mida Kineged Mida, you're going to have such Achzarius, you're not even going to know what to do, an unheard of Achzarius. Again, Mida Kineged Mida, for Klai Yisrael, not doing tshuva. This Nebuchadnezzar, was someone who was created for Khurban Abayis. That was his tactic in life. He's called the Makrib of the Beit HaMikdash. He was a tyrant, as we said. He was the king. He excelled at the costume of Mar Nimar and all those bad Midas. Why was he Zaycha to this? Unbelievable story, Chazal tell us. Also, Gemara and Sanhedrin. When Chizkiyoh HaMelech was sick and he, got, he had a refuah, so Meraidach Baladon was the king of Babel at that time, and he wanted to send him a message that Baruch uh, Rai he got better. Nebuchadnezzar at that time was the Sefer HaMalach, he was the scribe of the king. And at that time he wasn't there when they wanted to write the letter. So also uh, Malik Babel, he was also Hanimhar, he was always in a rush, he wanted to write a letter. He writes a letter and he wrote the letter, whoever wrote it, they said, Shalom Alamalka Chizkiya, Shalom to King Chizkiya, Shalom Lakartid Yushalayim, Shalom to the city of Yushalayim, Shalom Lalakaraba, and Shalom to Hashem. And they started sending it. And then the Bukhanesser comes back and he says, You wrote a letter without me? Let me go see it. And he ran after it. And he heard that he saw it was out of order. So he said, Hashem, you put it at the end. Hashem, you have to put it in the beginning. And he changed it. And because of the scar of those psiyas, of those steps, he was zaycha to do something that no one else could do. And that is to destroy Yerushalayim. To destroy the Beit Hamikdash. And the Vilna Goyim says, Alashem, it was three steps. He ruled over the entire world. He destroyed the Mikdash. He killed all of our Sadiqim. All this was to fill his inner rotting. Nebuchadnezzar had one task in life. And that is to destroy the Beit HaMikdash in Yerushalayim. That's what he was created for. And that's what he wanted to do. And because of the schar of these three psiyas, the Rebbe gave him the kayak. And yet, after the whole story, he doesn't do it. He sends Nebuchadnezzar. He sends his general Nebuchadnezzar. He was called the butcher. He was also an achzar. 
He wasn't Nebuchadnezzar. He wasn't called the Makriv of the Beit HaMikdash. Nebuchadnezzar is called the Makriv. He wasn't the one, she is Malay He wasn't the one created for this. And yet, Nebuchadnezzar, after everything, was afraid to go himself. After the whole Maitre with Amunamayev and everything, he was afraid of everything. And he sent Nebuchadnezzar. He sent Nebuchadnezzar to go and destroy the Beit HaMikdash. And this we have to understand. It's obvious that Nebuchadnezzar on his own did not have the kayak to destroy the Beis HaMikdash. Only Nebuchadnezzar was the one who was able to do it. Nobody else. There were a lot of Sayyidi Yisrael. But no one had the guts to do it. No one had the kayak to do it. Only Nebuchadnezzar and yet Nebuchadnezzar does it. How does he do it? How does he go with from his kayakers? How does he do something that seems impossible for him to do? And the answer to this the Gemara tells us, the Pasuk in Yermia says, On the fifth month, on the tenth of the month, the chief butcher came, he stood in front of the king of Babel, who is Nebuchadnezzar, by Yisrael, by Yisrael, and he burnt down the Beis HaMikdash. Ask the Gemara, Nebuchadnezzar was in Yerushalayim it says Nebuchadnezzar was standing in front of the king in Yerushalayim Nebuchadnezzar never came to Yerushalayim Nebuchadnezzar was back in Baba what does this mean says the Gemara in Sanhedrin so the Machlaik is in the Gemara there but one man the Amr says Ema Yisera Haisalayim Imanu this Nebuchadnezzar this Achser this Rabbi Tabachim there was one person that even he was afraid of and that was the bigger actor than him, Nebuchadnezzar. How did he do anything? He never had second thoughts about what he did, Nebuchadnezzar, when he was being sent by Nebuchadnezzar. Because he had this fear of Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, but Nebuchadnezzar is in Babel. He was if he had a vision, he had a picture of Nebuchadnezzar in front of him, telling him, you better do this, or I'll chop you to pieces. Those were some of the threats he told Nebuchadnezzar. How was it that Nebuchadnezzar was able to do something that B'dera Chateva was impossible for him to do? The Gemara is telling us, Why do we need to know this? So the answer is another Midah Kenegad Midah. And this is a lesson for all of us. What's the Midah Kenegad Midah? Kalai Yisrael said, how could we do it? The Yitzhahara of Avedizara is so strong. It's so hard for us. It's impossible for us to do it. Or it's too hard for us to do tshuva, to be, do things correctly and not do Averis. Says the Rabbi Nishlam, I'm going to bring you someone who is worse than you. You are able to do it. You claim you're not able to do it. I gave you Nevi'im to counteract Avedizara. I'm going to give you someone who was impossible for him to destroy the Beis HaMikdash. And yet he did. How did he do it? Because Shivisi Nebuchadnezzar Lefanai Tamit. He had Nebuchadnezzar in front of him. And that fear and that aim of said, he's going to do it. Even though Nebuchadnezzar is in Babel, he walks around as if he's over his head with a bat and saying, if you don't go do this, I'm going to kill you. And that was able to get him over something that Lefidarech HaTeva he couldn't have done. The guy tells us in Mishlei, Bechesed If a person wants to do tshuva, and he wants to do tshuva from his Averis. So the chesed v'emes yichu paravayim. Chesed is gemil chasadim. 
MS, this Tyra, if he does these things, he'll get a kapara for the past. How does he make sure in the future he shouldn't do the Avera? Says the guy, Let him live with Yiras Hashem in front of him. Every act that he does, let him think, Hashem standing right here watching me. How could you not be embarrassed to be over on his will in front of him? He says, up in Shemayim, okay, he's not paying attention now, but he's right in front of you. As the Ramah says, The Asa to keep away from Averis says the Rabbi Nisham to cry Yisrael. You say you can't do it. You could do it. How? What do you mean the Yitzhar is so strong, it's so hard? Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid. Mida Kineged Mida, I'm going to bring someone who also has a Shivisi Lenegdi Samid. But not Hashem. It was Shivisi Nebuchadnezzar Lenegdi Samid. And that gave him the ability to go, even though he wasn't that Bria, even though Nebuchadnezzar is the Machriv. It's not the Shlucha, Shaladim Kemaisai. He was the Machriv Nebuchadnezzar through Nebuchadnezzar, but how did Nebuchadnezzar physically do it? He did it in a way the Rabbi Mishalayim gave him this kayak because this Eima Yisera was always over him. Nebuchadnezzar had him, had it, was always in front of him. And that gave him these kaykas the Mailamidarachateva. And this was a Teichacha Gluya to Klai Yisrael. You said you couldn't do it. You could have done it. If it would have been Shavisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid. If it would be always as if the Rabbi Nishalayim in front of you. If you then would have said to yourself, how could we do this? Let's listen to the Nabi let's listen to the Yisurim so then this sorrow wouldn't, ha- wouldn't have happened but you didn't he wasn't Shavisi Hashem so you're right the Eitzahara was strong but you did worse and then you didn't want to do Tshuva so that's why this terrible Gullus this terrible Churban came about the Churban by Yisrishan so we have shown over here the Midah Kenegad Midah that was brought by Churban by Yisrishan number one it was brought through Nevi'im because Klai Yisrael didn't listen to Nevi'im. It was brought through this, these people who their emotions of Mar and Nimr and Oile, the Machavi Yaret, were to the extreme because Klai Yisrael went to Dafka to dull their emotions. It was terrible Achzarius. Mida Kenega Mida Klai Yisrael They said it's a Mikra, we don't have to do Tshuva. And last but not least, when they said that they couldn't, what time did he have on us, Rabbi Nishalaylam? He showed that you could. Shivitsi Hashem Lenegdi Samid. And as we are going now into a Tishabav and we're going to understand this Kuban bias and try to be Misakin, one of the things is Shivitsi Hashem Lenegdi Samid. To try and live a little bit with the Rabbi Nishalaylam. I have said over many times, Vishayim Rabbi Brevda Shlita, that when a person goes to make a Ishtadlus, whether it's a phone call, whether it's anything that he has to do, let him say a Pittal to Hillen first and say, you know, Rabbi Nishlaim, it's not Kaifi It's not me, I'm giving it over. The person actualizes the Amunah and Bitachan that we hope he has in his heart that it's really the Rabbi Nishlaim and it's not his own Kaya. And then he said, Rabbi Nishlaim, I'm giving it over to you. Now I'll go do my Ishtalus, but I understand it's from you. That's Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit. When a person does an action and he thinks to himself, the Rabbi Nishlaim is helping me. The Rabbi Nishlaim, I'm giving it to his hand. So he starts living with the Rabbi Nishalayim. And then when he's going to go and do Chas maybe do an Avera, 
He's going to go do something. Was the say Kapitel tell him before? He's going to think twice because he never does anything on impulse. He always thinks a moment before he does it. You say Kapitel tell him to do an avera. You don't do that. So you won't do the avera. That shivisi Hashem lunegdi summit. That starting living with the rabbinic shalaylam. If we start living with the rabbinic shalaylam, we start thinking for a moment, not to be mar and nimar, not to things hastily, do things because we want, do things because our emotions tell us. Do it because we. This is the way our mind, our seichel tells this is the right way to do it to start thinking a little bit putting and injecting a little bit of Amuna, a little bit of the Rabbeinu Shalayim a little bit of Shevisi Hashem Lenegdi even if it's not Tamil but sometimes Shevisi Hashem so then we'll be misakin a little bit this chet we shouldn't be guilty also of saying Mikra because look what happened with Chatz Vishalom and Klai Yisrael said Mikra terrible things happened for misakin these in Yonim from the Rabbeinu Shalom Rabbeinu Shalom